0: You are listening to the Midnight Sun Aquacast, brought to you by the Aquarium of the Pacific. Above the Arctic Circle, the long days of summer are marked by a flurry of activity for living creatures. At the highest latitudes, the sun may stand above the horizon for as many as six months throughout the year. Wildlife living in this extreme environment must adapt to days with little or no darkness for months at a time. Many living organisms have daily cycles of physiological activity. Examples include patterns of sleeping and waking, heart rate, digestion, and the release of hormones by the body. These daily patterns are called the circadian rhythm. In most organisms, the circadian rhythm is approximately 24 hours, or roughly one solar day. The biological clock which guides the circadian rhythms for most organisms may be influenced by changes in the animal or plant's environment. The most important cue for the majority of animals is the daily cycle of day and night. This phenomenon is not limited to the laboratory. Wildlife adjust daily activities to seasonal changes in light as well, as the days grow longer and shorter in turn. Dr. G. Edgar Folk, a molecular physiologist from the University of Iowa, decided to study the effects of prolonged daylight on Arctic animals. Folk monitored the physiology and behavior of porcupines and ground squirrels. The porcupine species is nominally nocturnal, or most active at night, while the ground squirrel is a diurnal, or day-active, animal. The results of the study were unexpected, both the porcupine and the ground squirrel kept to a regular 24-hour daily cycle despite the continuous sunlight. Dr. Folk suggested that the sun may still play a role in helping Arctic animals regulate their circadian rhythms. While the sun may remain above the horizon for days or weeks at a time, it still moves up and down in the sky, reaching its highest point, or zenith, at midday, and its lowest point, or nadir, at midnight. Dr. Folk proposed that the animals' circadian rhythms respond to the motion of the sun rather than the amount of light they receive. Other animals may exhibit different behaviors during the long polar day. Boreal copepods are half-inch-long animals commonly found among the plankton of the Arctic Ocean. The copepods migrate up and down through the water column each day, coming to the surface at night to feed, then retreating to the depths during the day. Marine biologists believed that the copepods, which are prey for many other species of marine life, migrated up and down through the water column to protect themselves from predators. Dr. Graham Hayes, presently at the University of Swansea, tested this theory by examining the movements of the copepods north of the Arctic Circle, where the tiny animals may experience continuous sunlight during the summer, and in the ocean south of the circle— where the copepods experience regular cycles of light and darkness. Dr. Hayes found that the more southerly copepods exhibited the expected movement up and down in the water column with the change from day to night, while this daily cycle was absent among the copepods in the Arctic. The researcher suggested that continuous sunlight may not provide a visual cue that the copepods need to begin their migration to deeper waters. Alternately, the advantage of feeding on abundant marine algae and small animal plankton may outweigh the risks of being eaten by predators. The summer is the most productive time in the far north. Phytoplankton, the microscopic algae that comprise a portion of the copepods' diet, struggle to survive the winter, collecting what meager sunlight they can for photosynthesis. During the long summer days, the phytoplankton population increases dramatically filling the polar seas with life and providing the first link in a vibrant, abundant food chain. The copepods take advantage of this abundance only after which they may migrate into deeper waters to avoid predators. Life above the Arctic Circle requires not only adaptation to the deep cold and a highly seasonal food supply, but to the extremes of light and dark as well. There are many variations in these adaptations to the midnight sun. You've been listening to the Midnight Sun Aquacast, brought to you by the Aquarium of the Pacific.